Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and science, science. can just peacefully. This was their finest. Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code LISTENA5 at checkout. Valid until June 30th for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo. Plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. I'm Sean. <laughs> How was that? I was to be like, I don't remember what we're talking about. Just kidding. We're talking about Alzheimer's. Oh my god! Oh my god! No. That is a uh, disastrous way to start yeah. this episode. No, but um, guys, uh, this week we're discussing uh, the number three killer in America, or number six. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I, I glanced that part. <laughs> well, this week we're talking about Alzheimer's. Um, Alzheimer's has been in the news a lot recently. The FDA was bribed by Big Pharma. <laughs> Don't do this. Into uh, no, no, no. But but the FDA recently approved an Alzheimer's drug that's supposed to deal with um, like beta B bacaloids, right? Like what are they called? Yes, the amyloid beta. Yeah. Okay. So amyloid beta. You know, the FDA approved a drug that's supposed to deal with that, right? Yep. And there's a lot of controversy around it because it's hard to know, like, is this, does the drug work? Is this whole hypothesis of Alzheimer's valid? And, you know, us being scientific types, we take a step back and we're like, well, wait a minute. Is Alzheimer's even real? What's the empirical evidence for Alzheimer's? <laughs> That's a much bigger step than I think we were going to actually take. <laughs> Is there God? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so this first episode on Alzheimer's disease is going to be about like, right. what even the fuck is Alzheimer's disease? Right, okay? which is a more complicated question than right. we're happy about. Right. And then the second episode, we are going to get to talk a little bit about what sorts of treatments and things are out there that people are like trying to figure out right. for Alzheimer's disease. And alternate hypotheses, right? Yes, that's going to kind of build into it. Yeah. Right. And all of that is going to be, you know, sort of include this controversial decision by the FDA. Right. And whether or not the treatment that they approved, you know, what do we actually know about it and whether it works? Mm. Okay. So, let's talk about this Alzheimer's disease thing. What are we talking about? Oh, Alzheimer's. God damn it. God damn it. so fucking terrible. <laughs> let's get into it. God, you're sweaty. Alzheimer's. <laughs> you are so sweaty right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Sean's not laughing about uh, this serious mental condition. He's laughing that I'm right. sweaty. I took off all my clothes. 
uh, because I was glistening. And uh, <laughs> in a bad way. <laughs> and, and I got hot. I got too hot. You do so have a to, sheen, too. I had to take off most of my clothes. All right. Okay, so, uh, you know, at the risk of sounding like a dum-dum, what is Alzheimer's? That's a good question. Right. It's actually like, it's not like, like, clap. It's not like the clap. No, it's, it's like, not like the clap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Listeners, <laughs> trying to bring some levity, you know. <laughs> Alzheimer's disease, not like the clap. Yeah, <laughs> Alzheimer's disease is a physiological change in right. the brain that can advance with age, and it's also the most common cause of dementia in older people. Sounds like kind of a broad definition, almost. Yeah. So the change in particular that we see is uh, it causes the brain to shrink and brain cells to die. Yeah. And usually there are sort of accompanying signs that it's Alzheimer's, little tiny clumps of things. In cells, when we look at people's brains after they pass away. Did you say clumps of incels? <laughs> hopefully said clumps of things Causing social Alzheimer's. <laughs> so, uh... Because he's moving masses of neats and hikikikomori <laughs> in the bloodstream of our lives. Huh. Don't group neats in with incels. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's mean to neats. Um, dementia... Is characterized by a loss of cognitive functions. Right. Like remembering things or being able to reason through problems. And that can also lead to behavioral changes. Right. I mean, this is the thing, right? It's like we have a good sense of symptoms of Alzheimer's, the causes where we get to the really sticky nitty gritty, right? Right. Yeah. And so, you know, when it comes to dementia, there are other causes of dementia besides Alzheimer's. Yeah. And people can have mixed dementia, which would be dementia that's caused by Alzheimer's and something else. If you and me had dementia, would it be inherently mixed dementia? Or do you identify as just oh, American? Oh, I see. Because we're half Asian and half white. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a POC dementia. <laughs> you, you definitely have mixed dementia. <laughs> that is very clear. Um, some of the other options are like vascular dementia or Lewy body dementia. Yeah. But in any case, Alzheimer's itself accounts for maybe like 50 to 75% of dementia cases. Wow. So a majority of the time that someone has dementia, Alzheimer's is the cause. Okay, interesting. Alzheimer's disease is, by the way, named after a German doctor yeah, who discovered I, the disease. He's probably Alsatian or something, right? Because his name is Alois Yeah, I, I, would, I would guess that, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. he's got a little bit of that French fried French, potato going yeah, on yeah. there. Yeah. So tell me about Alois. Yeah, so he was taking care of a patient, and the patient passed away. Right. And the patient had these symptoms that he had never seen before. Right. Worsening, confusion, paranoia, memory loss, sleep issues. Right. And so he was like, all right, you know, I've got to check out this fucker's brain. This is Germany, early 1900s, let's go. So he just, like, sliced into that shit after the person passed away. And sure enough. And sure enough, looking at the brain, first of all, he was like, what happened to this shit? Because, like, a bunch of it is dead. Oh, interesting. Like, it, it was clearly smaller than, like, a lot of other pathology examples from when, prints. when a brain gets smaller i mean it is it like a bunch of dead there's like dead shell like an exoskeleton of shitty dead brain around it or is it like it just like presumably just the cells die and then get decom- decomposed or get flushed out it like, can depend it's just smaller it, it, it can depend really? it can depend on where the death is happening for example a lot of the kind of outer layer of your brain is the cortex and so if you have cell death in the cortex it is like your brain gets smaller physically but you can also have, like, localized death, like little pockets inside of your brain right. that die. Like my math part. <laughs> yes. People don't know this about me, but I was walking down the train tracks in Torrance, and whoop, a pipe went straight through the math part, and I got, like, real bad at algebra, like, overnight. <laughs> Just all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hole in my fucking head. <laughs> That's great. That's a great reference, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very well done. Um, in any case, he 
took sections of this brain and looked at them under the microscope and everything. This is in the early 1900s. And he did a whole description of what he was seeing in terms of the brain and the neurons. Um, And it still works, right? Well, he saw these little plaques. Right. And he saw these what are now called neurofibrillary tangles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you shove plaques into a brain, no wonder it doesn't work, right? Those little things is like, PhD. <laughs> plaques and cells look like little dots under staining. Ah, okay, so, like, there okay, are these okay. little dots. Those little dots. Some. He's like, that's fucked up. Yeah. And that description, in terms of, like, clinically what he saw in this one patient, okay. is pretty much dead on the money for what we would use now to, like, retroactively diagnose someone with Alzheimer's disease after they pass away. Nice. Okay. So, Al Louis was on it. Yeah. As it turns out, he presented all of this at, like, a conference yeah. for, like, brain shit. Yeah. And no one said anything during his thing. Like, no one asked any questions. They were, like, totally not into it. They were all waiting for, like, the next talk, which was on, like... It's like, oh, if you have sleep issues, that's because you want to, like, bang your mom and stuff. Like, like, it was all, like, psychology stuff. really lame Freudian crap. Yeah, and they were, like... So they were all excited for that. Right. And they totally ignored Alzheimer's research. That's interesting. So that, like, went under the hood for, like, a while before it actually, like, became popular and recognized. That's interesting. So, I mean, boom. Alzheimer's caused by those little plaque things you're talking about, right? Case closed. We already figured it out, like, in 1900. <laughs> well, they are present, but we'll get into the fucking causes oh. later, because it is more complicated than that. So, first of all, how big a deal is Alzheimer's? I've never heard of it. <laughs> so, it must not be a big deal. So, currently, there are 5.8 million Americans that have Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. Okay? It is not entirely clear how many global cases of dementia are due to Alzheimer's. Like, we, right. we have numbers for dementia, right. but not totally sure about Alzheimer's, but globally, there are 40 to 50 million people that have dementia. Right. And since Alzheimer's is the most common cause, there could be, you know, hell, it could be 40 million people with Alzheimer's. And there's probably way more than that, right? I mean, like, mental health diagnoses are a hard thing. Sure, especially in a lot of places. And the um, older the life expectancy is, right, the more people are going to go through this, right? Right, that yeah. is true, and that's one of the reasons why, in the USA, the number of people expected to have Alzheimer's by 2060 is yeah. 14 million. It's going right. to grow as a share of our population. I, I think you got that the other way around. 14 million people will not have Alzheimer's by 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I think 400, like 76 million people are going to have Alzheimer's. So out of Americans over the age of 65, 14% of black people have Alzheimer's. Mm. And 10% of non-Hispanic white people have Alzheimer's. Yeah. Okay. And for every five years past the age of 65, the number of people in that age group basically doubles mm. that have Alzheimer's. Okay. So it, it does get way more common as you get older than so 65. So is it like 1% Asian? Only Asians got Alzheimer's. I didn't even look that shit up. (laughs) (laughs) I do know that, like, the two biggest impacted populations are black and non-Hispanic white. Interesting. So I assume Asian is just, like, a slightly smaller percentage. Right, right, right. All right. Um, And so it's the sixth leading cause of death after planes, trains, and automobiles. But it's the... (laughs) And and a couple of things. (laughs) But it's the third leading cause of death if you're older. Right, so once we get into the 65-plus range, right, heart disease, cancer, and then Alzheimer's disease. That's four. Police violence. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But that's pretty wild because I do think that the idea of like, oh, an old person dying from a heart attack, we're like, yeah, sure, right? Or like, hell, a lot of people die from cancer, right? We're pretty used to that idea. Alzheimer's is third behind that. So what does it mean to die from Alzheimer's? Maybe that's like a stupid question, but like, so I can imagine someone getting cancer, whatever their cell, you know, cancer cells are metastasizing. Mm -hmm. Their organs go through failure, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Alzheimer's, you know, in as much as the medical condition, I'm still kind of that basic ass bitch who's having a hard time 
understanding how you die of it. Yeah, I think your brain stops working. Okay, so, but your heart still works, right? Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I'm just kidding. All the parts <laughs> of your body receive some signals from your brain, right? Well, so, like, it just not being there. Except anymore. in Egypt, because the heart had the soul. <laughs> in in ancient times excellent <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it changed i'm not saying you're wrong now yeah, I'm that's, just saying. that's why they didn't have alzheimer's what about <laughs> dragon people <laughs> the missing chain of human we evolution we can't do dragon people yet that, that's a whole conversation for a different episode okay so now that everyone knows hey alzheimer's it's out there yeah it's a big deal yeah let's take a break and when we come back let's talk about the symptoms of alzheimer's disease so that people can tell you got it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sports news. I don't know if viewers know this, but we're we're like we're all about sports, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. League of Legends, <laughs> Total War, the Warhammer Online community. Ooh, beautiful. yeah, man. I'm, I'm like streaming that stuff all the time. But Sean, yes, have you been watching Euro Cup 2020? What sport is that? <laughs> <laughs> <Did> we, <laughs> it's soccer, man. Oh shit. Yeah, but football. I see, okay, I we're going to call it football for the rest of this. There's actually also I think uh the South American or Central American, I don't really know. Uh, there's actually there's... a lot of soccer happening. Wow. Yeah. But have you been paying any attention to it? <laughs> I think you can tell no. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do AYSL, right? Yeah. I like soccer. I even <laughs> like watching soccer. It's just I don't I don't have any means to like have yeah. that pop up in my You know who likes soccer is Uncle Brent. He played a lot of soccer. Oh, soccer. yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, anyway, so I was uh, flying back from Costa Rica, right? Wow. And I was on JetBlue, and they had DirecTV, yes. which I had no clue, which was awesome. Fantastic. And EuroCup was, you know me. Yes. I, I'm a sports guy. Absolutely. I love football, right? But I really only like football if it's nationalist, right? Like, uh, if it's just yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about the sport. Like, sure. guys kicking balls, lame. Like, but if it's like a lot of hate. Yeah, there. there's some kind of historical shit, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Maginot line or something right. going on. Like there was, um, and the Austrian team has a player of Serbian descent, and they're playing North Macedonia, which, man, oh. they just keep making new countries, am I right? Is that a country? Yeah, North Macedonia. <laughs> and this guy yelled, I fuck your Albanian mother, to one of the players <laughs> on minute 89. He was like, oh! Because <laughs> apparently, like, they were like ethnic cleansed or something, right? <laughs> it's not funny, Sean, stop this laughing. It's got way more serious. <laughs> uh, you know, in Hungary... There was, uh, you know, Victor Orban, um, best American. No, uh, uh, Victor Orban, he's the dictator there. Well, he's not a dictator. I mean, he kind of is. How long is this segment? Oh, I don't know. But, but so Victor Orban, yeah, you know, Orban. he's like super hardcore, messing up gay people's lives right now. Yes, right? absolutely. Like he's, yeah. Well, so the German team wore like rainbow stuff. Oh. Yeah. I think playing in Hungary. And oh. Hungary was like, kill them all! And now the German team dead. Wow. Yeah, they all got killed, Sean. Nice. You don't even know if it's true or not. Did they eat them? Uh, yeah, man. Live television. Because they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it, dude. That's sports news. No, no, no. But anyway, so so I'm on, on this JetBlue flight, right? What? what? We haven't that wasn't to, the end? We haven't gotten to the news yet. Oh, my God. So there's the sport called football. I was kidding that I know anything about soccer. I don't. I would just want needed something to watch. So I turn on this crazy game called soccer, right? Yes. It's great, man. I know. Yeah. Wait, you don't know that. They use their feet. Yeah. It's crazy, man. So, so it was France versus Switzerland. And like... I researched this later because I assumed it and I wasn't sure. But like France is a you know a real country, Switzerland's some bullshit, right? Yes. So I assumed that France would pulverize Switzerland. And in retrospect, reading about it, that's true. France was supposed to. They have all these sexy players, mm -hmm. you know, Mbappe and Pogba and all these sexy other guys. Oh. Some guy whose name starts with an S, but I don't know how to say it. And he, he scored two goals. Sabaro. 
But anyway, no. <laughs> How do you know that's my favorite pizza? <laughs> but, but, you gotta keep moving. I've been around the world. <laughs> no, but anyway, anyway, okay. So I'm watching this game, man. It was crazy, dude. It was like zero zero at first strike. Right? Uh-huh. Okay, that's how they all start. You know, you, only, you know, you know. <laughs> so, so zero zero. See, you know what I'm talking to you that off. Literally every football game starts zero zero. So, okay, so zero zero, right? And then Switzerland scores. It's like zero one. It's like whatever. But for like a long fucking time, it was zero one. It's like, oh, what the fuck's up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly France kicks into high gear. Yeah. These guys, dude, you should have seen. It was like zoop zoop zoop. This is uh, what soccer looks like, right? He's like, zoop, 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 zoop. and this guy, like, bug bar or whatever, he's like, Whoa! and he kicks it, yeah. and the other guy's like, Whoa! and he hit the ball with his head. Yes. And it went, Whoa! right into the goal, dude. Beautiful. That happened three times, dude. The ball what? went the goal, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, three times. Okay, dude. so what's the score now? 3-1. Okay. And there's like 10 minutes left. It's like minute 80 out of 90 for this period or whatever. Sure, this sport. Yeah, this sport. It's <laughs> 10 more sport minutes, right? Yeah. Switzerland, I don't know, was like, whoop, right through, like, they scored. They scored two more times, man. Okay, okay. So it's 3-3. Three, 3-3. Three. Three, three. Okay, so my flight's getting into L.A. That's <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> this game needs to happen, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's 15 minutes overtime. Nobody scores. Beep. That's how that works. The whistle. Yep. So there's beep. Yep. Okay. Another 15 minutes. Yep. No score again. Yep. So they go into penalty kicks. Yeah. France versus some country. Okay. And then it's like. <laughs> Still Switzerland, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so first French guy, whoop, kicks. He gets it to one. Yeah. Sweden kicks, whoop, Switzerland. <laughs> kicks, whoop, one, two, two, three, three. 4-4. Four, four. One of the best French players, Mbappe, misses. Oh, shit. Switzerland gets it. Oh. Switzerland beat France. Wow. 5-4 in penalty kicks. Wow. <laughs> After, like, fucking two hours of playing soccer. Damn, dude. Oh, man. Wow. It was cool, man. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I look up later, and this game is called soccer. Yeah. And it's, like, really popular, man. Yeah. There's, like, all kinds of places outside of Europe, even. Yeah. Where they play this thing. It was crazy, man. So well, that's my sports news: is uh, France lost to Switzerland of five foreign penalty. I, I hope someone enjoyed this. <laughs> okay, that's sports news. Yeah, I feel like in the American imagination, I think that there's like, dude, short films. I feel like every fucking short film I see now. Is about Alzheimer's. And sure. It's, like, it's driving me, dude. I'm so sick of that shit. But like, but, but like, but like, I get it. I get it. It's a big deal. I feel like all of us kind of have mm-hmm. a s- general sense of what Alzheimer's is, symptom wise. Yeah. yeah. But it is good to go through a list and be pleasantly surprised by the diversity of Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you know. The earliest symptom to show up is difficulty remembering recently learned things. Okay, so like okay. short-term memory loss. No. So uh, that's check one for Nate. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to my clothes? You just read through these notes. <laughs> you clearly don't remember any of that shit. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, there are also some subtle changes in the ability to perform abstract thinking and long-term planning. Check two. <laughs> Apathy and depression are also sometimes early symptoms of Alzheimer's. Apathy is apparently one that persists throughout the course of the disease. Interesting. All right. As the disease progresses, memory issues worsen and you begin to see other issues manifest, okay? Like problems remembering words or issues uh, being able to perform common daily tasks like putting on your shoes or something like that. And these problems generally exacerbate over time. And 
all of these symptoms are themselves like a manifestation of physical changes to the brain. Right, okay, as opposed like, to metaphysical changes, like in your faith. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I just want and, the audience to know. Well, the reason why I'm saying this at all yeah. is because brain stuff, Yeah. it's sometimes still very hard for people it's like to a black box. keep in mind that like there's a physical aspect to it, right? Right. It's hard to associate memories and personalities to like... Right. Pew, 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 Right. in the neurons i mean it happens to me all the time that like yeah. it's difficult to reassociate the concept of like yeah my memories and everything with like a physical thing in my brain it's not hard for me because i don't know if people know this but i was walking on the train tracks in torrance and it's going <laughs> through my head and i forgot how to do algebra like overnight. that is the first time you've told that story <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> i just feel like fucking guy pierce i look down <laughs> it's like train tracks train tracks torrance algebra um, so the physical changes I'm talking about are the death of neurons and the loss of connections between neurons. Okay. And a lot of those early changes happen in the hippocampus, which is important for learning and memory. And then later on in the cerebral neocortex, which is important for attention, thought, and episodic memory. Okay. So that's okay. all. Like you can see those changes happening over time and they track with the symptoms okay. that you see. So, so far, everything I'm hearing still suggests to me. Sounds like we know this baby backwards and out, right? Or forwards out, back. <laughs> well, what's fine is I think we we actually know it backwards. Oh, okay. In that we get the symptoms. Right. And we can track that to changes in the brain. Right. But then there's a little bit of the murky biology kind of past that that's right. really difficult. It's probably quantum stuff, right? <laughs> okay. Before, it's probably entanglement or something. You love quantum shit so much. You want everything to be quantum. Spooky action at a distance. All right. Before, that sounds like Alzheimer's. Before, <laughs> before we do any more of the bullshit that's coming out of your mouth, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's called early onset Alzheimer's. Right. Okay, okay, yeah. So for regular Alzheimer's, early symptoms might start showing up around the age of like 60. Right. And then the symptoms become more clear by like, you know, past age 65. Right. right. But there is early onset Alzheimer's and those are cases of Alzheimer's that develop before 65 as young as like in the 40s or 50s. Bummer. Okay. So I mean is this does it seem physiologically to be the same? It depends a little bit on like physiological can include like all the way down to the cellular like protein level. Okay. On like a gross physiological scale. It's all gross to me. <laughs> like you know full blown brain shit yeah, or whatever. Yeah, sure. A lot of that does seem to be similar. Okay. okay. But early onset Alzheimer's is yeah. the much more rare kind. Right. Uh, and it's almost always linked to a family history of Alzheimer's. Wow, bummer. Which suggests a strong genetic link. It's interesting. Whereas a normal Alzheimer's, not necessarily genetic link at all. Well, I mean, people, I know right. people are trying to figure that out, but it's not apparent. Right, right. And people have been very actively looking at that genetic connection to try to figure out what genes are involved. Okay? Yeah. And so far, they found a lot of mutations in three genes in particular. Yeah. In terms of people who have early onset Alzheimer's, the three genes, amyloid precursor protein, presenilin 1, and presenilin 2. Do you think you'd live your life different if, like, we had a family history of early onset? Would I live my life different? Because you'd have, like, maybe 15 years left, right? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Well, um, would, would, I, would I live a different? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, I don't think so. Video games, baby! Woo! <laughs> yeah. I'm playing till I'm dead. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty much the same. Yeah, that's I probably know, true. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, I was like, well, I do write to science like you're running out of time. Because also, it's not a guarantee that you'll get Alzheimer's. That's true. Right? It's, but you'd feel like kind of a chump if you did start getting it, and you're like, oh, I kind of knew that might happen. Yeah, but like, I, I still, I don't think I'd regret 
Right. Doing whatever I'm doing. Anyway. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You've drunk deep from the chalice of life. Yeah, exactly. Yes, just like me from the thick fjord that is... <laughs> that is a boom. <laughs> Sorry. I meant fjord, but even that was wrong. <laughs> you got like a stroke going on right now okay so we haven't quite gotten to the causes yet but yeah. people with a little bit of familiarity with alzheimer's disease might recognize the phrase amyloid beta right. as being associated with the disease and amyloid precursor protein is pretty connected to amyloid beta okay okay and the presenilin proteins that i mentioned appear to be proteases which are kinds of proteins that chop up other proteins and these proteases are probably important for the processing right. of amyloid beta. So, there like, all go. three of these things these are connected. These guys are probably fucking up. They're not chopping right, right? That's entirely possible. It's like if your sous chefs, you know, they're dead. You're not chopping your vegetables. You're not opening in time for your Michelin restaurant doing Scandinavian-themed healthy food, right? Wow. Okay, well, now who's going to chop all the ginkgo bean? Right? What? You're close. That was the night where they'd come back. You got zero stars, kid. You're close. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the proteases here, right? What is happening to you? <laughs> Watching you wild-eyed try to tell this story as like a, a bead of sweat runs down the side of your <laughs> Extraordinarily disturbing. Here's Nathan! <laughs> oh my god. Just spit flying out of your body. Spittle as you <laughs> And then the Michelin guys show up and it's too late! <laughs> it's like, all right. All right. Oh, we got shit. a family history. Me! <laughs> so, the thing is that mutations in those three genes don't account for all of the people with early onset Alzheimer's. Right. Within people who have early onset Alzheimer's, about 10 to 15% of them have what is called autosomally dominant Alzheimer's. And that has to do with some genetic stuff that people might remember from high school. Right. Autosomally do <laughs> <Nope>. dominant. <laughs> okay. We have... Uh, nope. here, let, okay, let, let, let me do this. We have two copies of each gene. Right. Okay, right, we right. have one from mama yeah. and one from papa. Adam and Eve. Okay. Well. <laughs> and sometimes those two alleles are a little different from each other. Like one yeah. of them might be a mutant of the other, right? And when that happens, one of them might be dominant over the other. Yeah. In that like, for example... The fucked up one might not work at all, right. but that's okay because you have one copy of one that works right. and that one dominates over it. Right. Okay. So for example, maybe you have a white flower and a red flower. Right. You breed them together and all of the offspring are red. Right. And you'd be like, oh, the red is dominant over the white. Right. But then okay. you get another white flower in there and like one fourth of the babies are like white flowers now, right? Sure, sure. Something because like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nathan, yeah. you're Whoa. so smart. See, I was, I'm tricky, man. You went from so dumb to so smart. <laughs> no. Um, but it doesn't always have to be dominant or right. not. Right. right. There are other options. Sometimes you breed a white and a red flower and all the flowers are pink. Right. right. There, there, there are different kinds of options there. Right. But in any case, there's a certain kind of Alzheimer's called autosomally dominant, which means that if you have one copy of a fucked up gene... You get Alzheimer's. Yeah. Okay. And so, in those dominant cases, 76% of the time, you find a presenilin 1 mutation. 19% of the time, you find an amyloid precursor protein mutation. And 5% of the time, you find a presenilin 2 mutation. Okay. That constitutes a really big chunk of it. All right. But every once in a while, you'll still find mutations that are different or people that we still can't explain why they're getting the Alzheimer's. Do you think there's a, a genetic like precursor or component to people liking Fast and Furious? 
There's got to be. Yeah, right? How else do you explain There's it? There's nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> they made Hobbs and Shaw, dude. <laughs> <laughs> in a world where that shit exists like well because i like you know t- 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 taste change right and that's you know cultural change over time is how people usually explain you know in the past people not wanting fast and furious and now everyone wanting fast and furious sure. i'm wondering if there's maybe a genetic component to it oh. right because i don't know if you know this but the median age of the people who watch fast and furious chernobyl that's right. That's around the time they're born. <laughs> so I'm wondering if Fallout came out of Chernobyl, and like you know, people a gene or mutated a gene where at first they liked good movies, and then like now they like Fast and Furious. That is what happened. You know, that's actually all unfair. I actually haven't seen a single Fast and Furious film, and now I kind of want to marathon them because like when I was a kid, when they first came out, I was like, that looks dumb, and now they're like supposed to be God's gift to Earth, right? Um, and so like it's supposed to be like what Marvel should be. Which is like, you know, Vin Diesel. Did they go into outer space in one of them? Uh, the newest one is my understanding. And that's not a spoiler because I've never seen it. I just hear word around the campfire. Uh, we should marathon it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you, me. <laughs> well, let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> marathon those movies. Okay, cool. And then when we come back, let's talk about the causes of Alzheimer's as far as we can guess about them. Right, yes. The following is an actual advertisement. Hey, it's good old boy Mike. This is good old boy Dave. From Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Sip, Suds, and Smokes covers wine, tea, coffee, distilled spirits, whiskey, scotch, beer, cigars. People whose first name starts with Q. Bad fake British accents. And we always take time to make fun of the people of Alabama. Banned once again. It's a one-hour episode that's mildly entertaining for about 22 minutes. I think mildly would be a vast improvement. Well, we do have the only beer show with the Holy Man. We talk about these products and rate them with our unique rating system, like our Suds 5 rating. Do you really have something better to do with your life for an hour than actually listen to this show? I don't make them think about it. Well, join us on this radio station, podcast network, or via our Android app. Woo! Vroom, vroom! Yeah. Man, wow. So I what do you think? Paul Walker, rest Paul, in peace. Paul Walker, dude. <laughs> Controversial opinion. Hobbs and Shaw's the best one. Whoa, coming in hot. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, well... Uh, I'm glad that we did not fake watching those movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just is... really loved the Meg. And after I saw the Meg, I like went back. I was like, anything with Jason Statham, dude, I'm watching it. Does the Meg take place in the same cinematic universe? Yeah, I think it's like in between movies. He <laughs> <laughs> just took a break and went underwater. Yeah, dude. Okay. That's <laughs> part of his training to do anything always, right? Because apparently every character in that series can do. What? Causes Alzheimer's disease. Watching like all the Fast and Furious movies ten in a row is what I. This is a good question. We don't actually know what causes Alzheimer's. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so there are several hypotheses, and one of the hypotheses is like the major one for the past thirty years, and that's called the amyloid hypothesis. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's worth mentioning the amyloid hypothesis has had detractors for like literally that entire thirty year period. Right. There's been people who keep coming along and saying like this shit doesn't make sense or it's not working out or yeah, like you I know, mean it's just stuff. getting worse and worse for the amyloid hypothesis, isn't it? There has it's like been some theory. pieces of bad news that don't help support the hypothesis for sure. Right. And so, you know, we'll talk about some of those things. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the amyloid hypothesis, again, it's been in the news a lot. I know it as the failed biological equivalent of string theory. 
but that's not fair. That's, that's pretty, just that's just the modern hype. That's a pretty hot take. So tell me about the amyloid hypothesis. Sure. Okay, so the amyloid hypothesis has its root in one of the first pathological findings from Alzheimer's disease, way from back when Aloe. it was just, exactly right, uh, and that was when he looked at yeah. uh, you know with some slides the brain. Yeah, so we don't. Let's not be euphemistic. He looked at the brain. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Was I avoiding that? Yeah, he, he, fucking, he took the brain, he sliced it up into thin slices, and he looked oh, it under a microscope. And under the microscope, when he added a little bit of staining stuff, yeah. he could see these little tiny dots inside the cells, yeah. which he called plaques. And, you know. Was he the first guy to call it that? He termed like he them plaques. Wow. I mean, the, plaques had previously been used as words for all right. kinds of pathological things, as like little spots. Right. That were like but did our, not appear. Our nomenclature normal. in this context comes from aloe. Yes, that's pretty cool. And maybe these plaques were bad for the cells and causing them to die. You know, like the, he was seeing them and he he figured these seemed irregular. Right. So, like seventy five years later, scientists found that a chunk of a protein, a peptide that was forty to forty two amino acids long, mm-hmm. could be found mm-hmm. in the brain of Alzheimer's patients. Okay. In those plaques. And this is the amyloid baby. This yes exactly. They named the peptide amyloid beta and found that it was just a piece of a larger full protein. Right. Okay. And apparently... Kind of like a Mecha Shiva, if you will. Yes. The full protein is the Mecha Shiva and then a part of it comes off and <laughs> yeah. that's amyloid One of them is like Dean Venture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. You know they're making a movie? HBO Max is making an Adventure Brothers movie? I think I did know that. Hey, let's yeah, stop this conversation. Let's talk about Adventure Brothers. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... So there's this full protein, and then a part of it gets chopped off, and that part is amyloid beta. Okay, cool. Right? And so they called that full protein amyloid precursor protein. Okay, that makes sense. Things got really exciting for these guys when, in the early 1990s, right. scientists figured out that some people with familial Alzheimer's right. had a mutation in that protein, amyloid precursor Very protein. Very cool. And okay. this famously Al Gore then cured Alzheimer's around the same period, right? <laughs> so, so, I mean, this is a historical so episode. Immediately, people were like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. Familial Alzheimer's, we have a mutation in this protein. Right. This protein creates a peptide that hangs out in the plaques right. that Aloe was seeing way the fuck back when, Very right? Cool. Like, come on, this connection is way too together. good, right? Boom. Okay. And so they started developing drugs for it, right? This <laughs> shit just doesn't work, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, okay, right. my bad. So support then further grew because the other mutations that they found in a lot of people with familial Alzheimer's were in the presenilins, mm. which are a part of the process of cutting off amyloid beta. Is senilin like a similar root as senescence or stuff like that? Uh, or just... Senile, I think. Senile. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, there you go. Yeah, senility. Look, are you making me look like a jackass? <laughs> nah, see, you're the one who asked. It was a good question. Maybe. Um, okay, so, so far so good. Yeah. That's a lot of evidence that seems to be piling up in support of this hypothesis, mm-hmm. right? But, but, first of all... How would this peptide cause some kind of problem in neurons that would lead to their death? Like, what's right. the biological underpinning behind this? Well, right? luckily, the mind is not really that biological. So that doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as you spiritually believe in it. So, amyloid beta. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the f*** up. <laughs> amyloid beta. It's Freud. <laughs> like several other peptides, actually. Yeah. Is prone to aggregating or kind of clumping together. Okay. And... With both itself and potentially some other proteins right. and but stuff. But they clump on the outside of the cell, right? Well, so that's the thing, is that... Amyloid precursor protein, the full-length dude, yeah, is actually stuck in the cell membrane. Okay, but where it gets cut to release the amyloid beta mm-hmm. should release the amyloid beta outside of the cell. Right. But Aloe was seeing all of those spots inside in the cell, the cell yeah. right? So that's a little weird. That is weird. That's kind of a question of like, what the hell's going on with that? Right. Maybe the hypothesis is wrong. I mean, maybe. Yeah. So clumps inside of a cell 
could have a number of ways where it would be bad for cells, right? Right. I mean, first, they can physically take up space. That could be annoying for cells. Right. They could grow in some kind of way that, like, punctures or breaks some other part of the function of the sure. cell. You could see a, a growing mass inside a cell being problematic for a lot of reasons. Right. Again, in, a, like, a literal physical sense. Right, right. Or... In the process of making the clumps, they could be trapping up proteins and stuff that are supposed to be doing another job. Right. And then just kind of like deplete the cell of resources, right? right. So there's many of these options, okay? But as we said, these problems are all based off of the idea that the plaques are inside the cells. How the hell does amyloid beta get inside the cell? There are some ideas behind that. What's the best one, daddy? Hmm, the best one. Okay, uh, what are they? <laughs> well, no, so I think maybe one of the more interesting ones implicates... A protein that actually has also been found to be mutated in some people with Alzheimer's called apolipoprotein E. Apolipoprotein. And, right. and sometimes it's called just ApoE. Okay. ApoE is Sounds part of like a uh, Elon Musk baby, doesn't it? Yes. ApoE. <laughs> First child to die in space. <laughs> <laughs> so ApoE is part of a family of proteins that are actually really important for shuttling cholesterol around your body. Cool. So... One of the things that helps ApoE get into cells is LDLR, low-density lipoprotein receptor. Okay. Which is related to LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, quote-unquote. Right. Right? So, like, all of this ApoE stuff is actually partially related to heart disease. Okay. Which is how we learned about it. But, as it turns out, it seems like ApoE is really important for delivering cholesterol to your brain. Okay. Because your brain uses a lot of cholesterol. Right. It's an important building block for the brain. Nice. That's why you need more. I keep going. <laughs> so what's maybe possible is that ApoE, which does have a good way of getting inside of cells, yes, might be bringing amyloid beta along with it. Okay. Like maybe amyloid beta is sticking onto ApoE, and then the ApoE gets internalized, and the amyloid beta just gets dragged along. Very cool. Okay. So that's one potential idea. I don't think that that's like... There's some evidence that that can happen in a dish. Okay. It's not clear if that's the main mechanism... In people's actual brains. Well, what's another option? The other option is that the amyloid beta seems to be able to kind of bind to some protein things that are on the outside of cells called syndicans. Yeah. And so maybe when it binds, the syndicate kind of draws the amyloid beta in as well. Well, this really matters though, right? Because doesn't this theory fall apart if there's not a reason that this shit is accumulating inside a cell? That would be one way that it falls apart. So, <laughs> the other way is that it doesn't work. <laughs> well, so, so okay. So, why, why, though? Why are there so many scientists out there? Yeah. A sizable minority. Okay. Yeah. This is still the most popular right. idea, but why is there a sizable minority of scientists that do not believe in the amyloid hypothesis? Okay. Okay. Here are their three main arguments. Yeah. One, healthy old people, aka people who do not seem to have Alzheimer's, also have plaques in their brain. Right. Okay. So people who have had like brain biopsies for reasons unrelated to Alzheimer's yeah. and don't have any symptoms of dementia sometimes have plaques hanging around inside right. their neurons. And then mentally unhealthy young people like me <laughs> don't have any plaques. Yes. So something's got to give. <laughs> okay. So number two, out of the people who do have Alzheimer's, there's not a clear correlation between how bad their symptoms are right. and how many plaques they have. You'd think if they were really far gone, there'd be just like a cobillion plaques. Right. But it has no correlation, huh? There does not seem to be a strong correlation. Interesting. Okay, and then three, maybe the big one. Yeah. Clinical trials for stuff that is supposed to lower the amount of amyloid beta have failed. Right. Repeatedly. Right. Like several different tactics for lowering amyloid beta have failed over and over again. Right. Okay? None of them have made a dent on Alzheimer's. And in science, isn't that like 
supposed to be the thing, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, honestly, I mean, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> well, the, the thing is that, like, a lot of times you can figure out, what, like, oh, well, maybe it's just not getting to the brain right. enough. Right? Delivery like, mechanisms matter so much for this stuff. Right. So because of that, there's all kinds of arguments that may be true. Right. But those three things in particular are pretty strong arguments for why maybe the amyloid hypothesis is, like, not a solid slam dunk. Right. Right. So... You know, uh, that said, the amyloid hypothesis is currently still the most popular uh, explanatory hypothesis for Alzheimer's disease. Mm. But next episode, we're going to talk about some of the competing hypotheses. Right. Okay. And then maybe through those competitive hypotheses, some of the potential other treatment options for Alzheimer's. Okay. And then we'll also talk about the controversial one that the FDA approved. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the good stuff, right? Because we're a very controversial pod. You know, like we, 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 we are to, controversial. <laughs> we try to excite the masses into like uh, into left wing, left wing, not right wing, <laughs> into left wing revolution. I don't think you got to touch me when you say that. <laughs> I, I think it's okay. You know, we got to take down the FDA, right? <laughs> oh my god! No, no, no. But but it, but it is interesting. Right? I mean, the whole reason I've been hearing so much about this stuff recently is because it's funny, right? I was reading this Economist article that was like. Uh, you know, mixed bag, FDA approving this drug, but it might be important for paving the way for more funding for Alzheimer's drugs in general because it's been such a shithole for so long, right? And it felt so incurable and so hopeless. And then I was listening to The Weeds, and uh, they were like, wow, what a disaster. What a great example of how the FDA is poorly designed right now or something, like blah, blah, blah. Like, wow, what? How, they totally ignored their own advisory panel of scientists. It's right. total so, bullshit. So, several of the scientists actually resigned, resigned from the yeah. advisory board. Yeah, yeah it, it is an interesting thing. A lot of the scientists who believe in competing hypotheses yeah. feel that a lot of the Alzheimer's funding money have gone toward amyloid-based treatments right and therefore that there's been less money going to these other options right and, and then so, people you know, like me who are like we're not curing it guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm just a humble bartender there i am serving <laughs> i'm like serving folk wisdom <laughs> i'm like sometimes you get in the brat brat you don't come out <laughs> sometimes you the bar to buy eat you <laughs> is that a kind of wisdom <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you know, everyone, uh, let's say thank you to Stacy Song, our sound lord and engineer and animator. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you to Brian for art. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then we got uh, we got that Twitter. It's at Dish Podcast. Gmail, PetriDishPod at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash PetriDish. You can do it. If you want to see Stacy playing Vermintide 2, uh, some feet. Um, you know, uh, tweet at Sean and we'll make it happen. Oh, do you guys have a Twitch channel yet? Uh, Let's get this we, Twitch we going. We actually do. Stacey, did we name it for Petri Dish? Oh, we didn't? What'd you name it? <laughs> it's pretty moob guy. Are you allowed to say that word? <laughs> yeah. Kind of, that's kind of Moob? Like, yes. Like your, your gaming name? <laughs> it's moob yeah. guy. Okay. That's awesome. M-O-O-B-G-A-L, right? I mean, if we made a, 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 a a Petri Dish Twitch account, what would we do on it, do you think? Maybe we she, should... she would just play Fermentide with her feet showing. Nice, nice, dude. You think fat, people fat want money. something else? <laughs> fat, fat money cakes, dude. I think Wait. people will sometimes want your foot for variety. We could stream a thing where we're all playing a game, and then uh, we'll talk science news and sports news. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we got to make a separate sports ball. Because two guys don't know sports. <laughs> all right, fantastic. Well, everyone, we'll see you next time. Woo!